your word may bear great fruit in our life. Lord, as we enter into Holy Week, we pray particularly that you would illuminate these scriptures for us. You would convict and you would console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Master has need of it. These are the words that Jesus told his disciples in that, that first gospel that we read in the procession to tell the, the man, people, the owner, whoever it was, that as he was, they were taking his donkey, that if they asked any questions, you just say, the master has need of it. And it's an interesting question for us to ponder, like, why, why does Jesus need a donkey? Really? What's the purpose of this? If we look through the scriptures, we understand that Solomon, as he became king and was entering into Jerusalem to, to, be, to be coronated king, that he rode in on a donkey. And that the prophet Zechariah says that the Messiah would come not riding on a great war horse, but he would come meek and humble, riding on the colt of the foal of a donkey. And so the people see this, right? The crowds see Jesus riding on this donkey, entering into Jerusalem, and they know, like the ones who know the scriptures, they recognize this, that this, the prophecy is being fulfilled. That Jesus is the long-awaited Davidic king entering into Jerusalem to be seated upon the throne. And they begin to sing, Hosanna, Hosanna, Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And what are they singing? What does Hosanna mean? Hosanna means save us. So they're singing this and they're laying their cloaks and they're, they're waving palm branches, both signs, again, of, of um, someone who is of royalty, right? They're coming in, they're laying their cloaks before him, singing Hosanna, this long-awaited, this desire to be set free. Now, um, they didn't completely understand what Jesus was entering in to do. They didn't understand so much that his throne would be the cross and that it was through his passion that he would ultimately set them free and, and take his kingship there. But lo and behold, they're, they're longing for him. Now for us, when do we sing this? We sing this every single mass, right? Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We sing it right after the bread and wine, the gifts are brought forward in procession and right before the prayer of consecration where those, that bread and wine will become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. So as Jesus entered into the first Jerusalem and he, he entered into Jerusalem to get to the temple, right? That he comes in every single mass meek and humble. That he no longer rides a donkey per se, but, but this bread and this wine, this humble means is what Jesus chooses not only to ride on, but to enter in and to transform into his very self, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And so we sing, Hosanna. We sing, Lord, save us. 
And we pray that he would enter into the new Jerusalem. Now where is the new Jerusalem? The better question is, who is the new Jerusalem? The new Jerusalem is the church. The living stones. The members of his body. It is you and I. And so as Jesus entered in that first holy week into Jerusalem, riding on the donkey, and they're singing Hosanna, that we begin holy week as the Lord entering in, but actually every single mass we sing Hosanna. Lord, as you entered into the first Jerusalem, that you would enter into me. You would enter into the body of Christ, all of us, the new Jerusalem, to do what? To offer his life for our salvation. To continue the reality of the passion and his resurrection that it may bear fruit in our lives. And then from there, what happens, right? That we don't just remain here. We don't just remain an insular community. We're meant to go out. To go out and to bring the the fruits of the gospel and the very words of Christ, the very power, they're like, come all you who are thirsty. Come all who are heavy burdened. Come that the Lord's grace and his power and his peace and the gospel may free all of us. And so one of the questions that this gospel, this beginning gospel invites us is to ponder those words. The Lord has need of it. Originally, this was a donkey. And the truth is that the Lord doesn't need anything. The Lord is perfect being. He needs nothing. But he chooses to use things in a unique way. He chooses to use us to bring us and to give us the dignity of working with him, of being in communion with him. And so he's asking, you know, will you be my donkey? Will you let me get on your back? Better yet, will you let me enter into every aspect of your life? You might carry me. You might carry me into your homes. That You might carry me into your classrooms. That You might carry me into your places of business. That the power of the gospel may shine forth there. That you may carry me into the peripheries of, of the community, that the power of the gospel will be made manifest there. Now today, Jesus' disciples went and asked, right? They started to take, they started to take the donkey, and then they asked the guy, like, hey, why are you taking that? And he just says, the master is, has need of it. What if the guy said no? What if he said, I, I got plans for that donkey. You can't have it. The question for us is, the Holy Spirit comes knocking on our door, which he's knocking right now, whether you're aware of it or not, because he's knocking at every single moment. And he's asking you for your life. He's asking you for your life. And our lives are all tethered to something, like this donkey was tethered to a stake. And he's asking, hey, the Lord has need of your life. 
The Lord has need of your life, of my life. Will we give it to him? Will we respond humble like the donkey and allow Christ to be our king and to direct us wherever he desires? Are we willing to be untethered to whatever it is that is, that is keeping us maybe from being fully for the Lord, for being totally for him? Today, Jesus entered in Jerusalem, the first Jerusalem, riding on the colt of the foal of a donkey. Today, he asked, will we, will we be his donkey? Will we allow as he enters into our lives through the power and the grace of the Holy Spirit, through the power and the reality of the Eucharist, that we will allow him to enter in fully and to have possession of us and be untethered and go wherever he asks. This Holy Week, I invite you to let the Lord ask you that question as we walk with him this journey. May we all respond Lord, I'm your donkey. Eh? Could say it in a more colorful way. Uh, we won't. Lord, and you just take me wherever you want. Master has need of your life. Not because he really needs it, but because he desires to use you to be in communion with you, myself. When the Holy Spirit comes knocking, how will we respond? Let us respond with a resounding yes.